0: Golden Dale, and hello to all of my fellow Liberty 11 Americans all across the fruited plains, from sea to shining sea. <laughs> Ah, this is the host who loves it the most, Luke Through here, on another wild, whimsical Wednesday for Torture Port 546, how the deep state plans to steal the 2024 election and other global shenanigans. Friends, just in case there was any doubt about it, we are, in fact, at a pivotal point in human history right now. But that said, just to set the stage, it's a damn good day, is it not? It's Wednesday. We're alive and breathing incredible cosmic creatures with the breath and the heartbeat and every fiber in our cell and being functioning uh, for the sole purpose of making the world a better place. (laughs) So that said, uh, when you think just when you think that the political circus couldn't possibly get any more entertaining. Today we awaken to the news that the Hollywood elites and their Wall Street allies are now teaming up to rally support for Joseph effing Biden, dumping some $262.6 million into his historic campaign in order to mow down the grassroots support for some political sanity. So, once again I think we see the Democrats are demonstrating Demonstrating what democracy is really all about. It's all about power. Uh, Now, you know, it's. democracy is what democracy does. You know? It's all about establishing mob rule to consolidate power in the hands of the elites, really by any means necessary. Now, those who are in the know, the astute listening audience of the Torch Report, we know full well that this is the first step in a communist revolution, per the Communist Manifesto, to, to win the battle of democracy. Uh, and that's happening all around the world concurrently at the same time. So, if you're unfamiliar with that, I did put a link in the report today, Torch Report 501, the un unbelievable global scam, and it kind of gets into the details of that. But if leveraging the fiscal weight of Wall Street and the social impact of Hollywood in order to warp the fabric of reality was not enough today, we we also learned that the U.S. deep state, specifically Barack Hussein Obama's CIA, has actually been recruiting foreign intelligence agencies in order to interfere with the U.S. elections since prior to 2016. So this has been going on longer than really any of us knew. And this is... A, a wholly independent story from the 51 former intel and national security officials who were pushing the false narrative that Hunter Biden's laptop was nothing more than Russian disinformation. So this is new revelations out today about the five eyes uh, ganging up with the American spies to usurp the will of we the people. When you put it all together, you put the lime and the coconut and shake it all up. It appears that we the American people are now squaring off against the entire world. At least that's kind of how it feels to me. Uh, And and that's really to say nothing of the secret cabal of the globalists who are conspiring to strangle every vestige of liberty out of our lives via the Great Reset and the Insidious Agenda 2030 and all of that. We are going to get into that here more in a minute. But I want to I just want to I want to I want to give a little time to the political circus today you know if if learning that the deep state has been colluding with the five eyes to steal american elections is not disturbing enough today We also learned that the most powerful uh, Republican in the land, Mitch the Turtle McConnell, he uh, he single-handedly thwarted the will of the American people yet again to make sure that our southern border remains wide open, uh, really a wide open door to cartels and third world terror cells, but... You know, I'm sure you've heard the news today. House Republicans are taking a victory lap touting the impeachment of the utterly disgraceful and dishonorable Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. And it's like, woohoo! We're gonna, we impeached Mayorkas. Oh, man, those Republicans, man, they're, they're sticking it to the man. They're, they're going to impeach Mayorkas. And that said, it's widely known that thanks to Mitch, you know, this this political charade is really dead on arrival in the U.S. Senate. It's going nowhere, which means, friends, this entire process has been nothing more than stagecraft. It's kabuki theater. Uh, according to the consummate schmuck, New York Senator Chuck Schumer, he says, quote, House Republicans failed to provide or to produce any evidence that Secretary Mayorkas has committed any crime. House Republicans failed to show that he has violated the Constitution. House Republicans failed to present evidence of anything resembling an impeachable offense. This is a new low for House Republicans, period, end, quote. Thank you, Chuck the Schwuck Schumer. Uh, he goes on to spell out how... That, you know, the, the, the Senate really has the power play to block this impeachment, right? He's citing senators from both sides of the aisle. You know, all those uh, people who call themselves Republican but always side with the globalists in the Democrat Party. Anyway, uh, Schumer cites senators from both parties claiming that there are nowhere near the 67 votes needed to actually convict Mayorkas and remove that jackass from office. It's again, it's all Kabuki theater. And meanwhile, while all of this is going on, uh, leaving the country vulnerable and exposed to the Southern invasion while that's happening, the uniparty more warmongers, they just doled out another $94 billion in foreign aid. That's a lot of money. And they're doing that to fund their, carefully choreographed forever wars all around the world and all of this has happened again without spending a single dime to shore up the southern border or to defend our own national security right here at home these people are shameless shysters but actually (laughs) it's actually worse than shameless friends. It's it's brazen abuse of we, the people it's brazen abuse of American taxpayers, government gaslighting, I believe has officially reached all time highs. I mean, it's fever pitch and beyond as you know, as their cronies in the media, they're claiming the experts, you know, the experts are warning that if we curb This massive influx of criminal migrants who are illegally streaming into the heartland right this very moment, if somehow we were to stop that from happening, that would dent the U.S. economy in a quote-unquote crucial time. (laughs) Friends, you can't make this stuff up. I mean, it's unbelievable what's happening right now. They would have you believe that by stopping a criminal invasion, that would be bad for the U.S. economy. Please let that sink in. And then (laughs) that said, let's go ahead and turn our attention back to uh, yesterday's farcical assertion that Joe Biden is a personally decent man with no major scandals. Remember that talk we were talking about? Uh, it, I want to kind of continue to keep tabs on this rapidly shifting narrative on how Joe Biden isn't going anywhere, right? I mean, the uh, the the Robert Hur report came out, oh, he's a well-meaning old man with a memory problem. You know, he's not really fit to stand trial, but he's still fit to be the leader of the free world. And we thought, oh yeah, that's it. The deep state's throwing him under the bus. That was my my way of phrasing that. But then boom, yesterday, it's like, you know, Biden ain't going anywhere. You better get used to it. And... Today, we find the following headlines fanning that narrative. Over at Vox, we see a headline, we're stuck with Biden. And then another headline, yes, Democrats, it's Biden or bust, you know. And again, Biden, once again, is turning to TikTok to win young voters. Like I said yesterday, do not underestimate the deep state's ability to proc. Prop this crusty sock puppet up in pursuit of their pathological new world agenda, so now that we now that they've uh, they've brought in Wall Street and they've brought in the Hollywood elites in on this game along with the uh, intelligence agencies from around the world, I do think it appears now at this point that that Americans are stuck with Joe Biden at least until the election, so to me and perhaps to any sane person it, it's really Absolutely unimaginable that Democrat voters would accept this sort of political abuse. It's just painful to watch. It's embarrassing, you know? I think liberals need an intervention here or a lobotomy or something, maybe both. But how can any of what's happening right now even remotely be reconciled with democracy, you know? It can't even be reconciled with reality. If this is what democracy looks like, or should i say if if, Demo- if democrats are willing to accept that this is what democracy looks like <laughs> I, I, I don't know friends i I'm, i guess i'm just at a loss for words i don't know what to make of it you know but i think we need to keep in mind While all of this is happening, you know, the the White House diversity hire, Karine Jean-Pierre, she's out desperately trying to convince the public that Biden is mentally and physically fit. I mean, Biden's economy is booming. He's doing great. This guy's got the stamina to go all the way. Despite, of course, the daily displays of his feebleness and inaptitude. So I think it was kind of with some raw, uh, rye ar- irony today that the White House decided Biden is absolutely not going to be taking a cognitive test. No way. He ain't going to do it. He's, he's due for his annual physical, but they're not going to subject him to any kind of cognitive testing despite the fact that there are many people calling for it, not the least of which is the inventor of the gold standard and mental assessment for seniors. Like how do you tell if poor old granny's getting a little senile? Well, there's this gold standard assessment and it's being strongly suggested that by the guy that made that assessment, that Biden undergo evaluation because he's showing all the signs, you know? And if, if it is true that all these you know self-evident signs that Biden is in cognitive decline were true what's happening right now is elder abuse pure and simple you know can, can you imagine if your elderly loved one uh was struggling with memory problems, was was being pumped full of amphetamines and trotted out on stage to fumble their way through another embarrassing press conference pretending to be the leader of the free world. Can you imagine that? I mean it's just it's wrong. And but again, yeah, I guess you know the, the, the Democrats' depravity knows no bounds, but as always, you know, the, the the ends justify the means. They don't care if the guy falls over dead, they're gonna get their money's worth out of this meat bag. Now, Uh, so (laughs) you're probably wondering, Luke, where the hell is all this headed? You know, what are you talking about? You know, I just, I want to speculate a little bit today about something that, uh, kind of keeps cropping up in the headlines. I'm I'm still trying to wrap my head around this, but I'm going to throw it out for your consideration. Just a little food for thought, something to chew on here, uh, getting back to the big picture. Did you hear about Ukraine? Uh, headlines out today about Ukraine sinking another Russian warship. Keep in mind, they're sinking these Russian warships. That's the third one, despite the fact that they don't have a navy. <laughs> I don't know if you're following that, you know. Have you picked up on what's stewing and brewing over in the Pacific? Mm-hmm. We, got, we got wars all over in the oceans. Are you tracking the Houthi attacks on U.S. ships in the Red Sea? Friends, are you aware... Of the very real concerns that the U.S. Navy is ill prepared for World War III, I put a link in the report today. Uh, the, the U.S. Navy is not prepared for World War III to break out on the high seas, and so in my conspiratorial mind, none of this could be coincidence. We've got we've got you know wars breaking out in the ocean essentially all around the world, and the U.S. Navy is not prepared for that. Hmm, you know. In my mind, there's no doubt that the globalists are attempting to orchestrate World War III. There's not, you know, neither is there any doubt that uh, their ultimate aim is to knock the United States off the global podium in order to usher in their utopian new world order. You know, as, as previously discussed by your favorite fuzzy peasant, they've been planning this out loud since at least the 1990s. So with that said, you know, what's with, what's with all of the sudden attention on naval warfare. We were just talking about, uh, they were, you know, they, they lumped, you know, building some new submarines into one of the recent bills they just passed, I think last week. So what's with all this attention on naval warfare? And by the way, why the hell is the UN so consistently siding with all these terrorists? Hmm. You know, what could it be? Friends, do you, uh, do you happen to recall our recent foray into the mysterious globalist arrangements on the quaint African island of Sao Tome. Remember talking about that, that little tiny island nation, Sao Tomi? Uh, in Torch Report 526, The Crisis of Governability and the Weaponization of Trust. In that report, we discovered that the U.S. Navy actually, in cahoots with over 20 U.N. agencies, the World Bank and others, they had transformed this tiny island of Sao Tome into a new state-of-the-art surveillance system. And this state-of-the-art surveillance system was designed to gather data for a global database that could track, quote, ships all around the world, end quote. Ha <laughs> Fascinating. That's fascinating. We also learned that Saotomi was the mothership of deep state propaganda. It's the, uh, the location from which the state-funded Voice of America is broadcast throughout the Eastern Hemisphere. And as I was recollecting that this morning, I was reminded about Tucker Carlson's interview with Vladimir Putin. Putin was uh, making the assertion that American intelligence agencies essentially own global media. That's why it's hard to win the war of propaganda. Fascinating. Again, it doesn't come as any surprise, but I want to bring it up because I think we would be wise to frame this entire discussion through the lens of psychological warfare, as we often do. You know, it, it appears that The public's attention is being drawn out to sea, does it not? Again, you know, think about where all these uh, uh, conflicts are breaking out at. And it's not just, of course, it's not just the American public's attention that's being drawn out to sea. It's really the passive spectators of all the geopolitical chaos all around the world whose attention is being drawn out to sea. And should World War III break out somewhere in the vast expanse of open waters, at that point everyone's attention is going to be fixated on the ocean. And coincidentally, that provides the perfect backdrop for the globalists to trumpet the UN's development of international laws that are meant to take control of the world's oceans. Uh, I just to kind of give some backdrop, there. something I've been tracking on. I haven't talked about it much uh, recently, but a few recent articles from the U.N. on this subject. From uh, January 31st, the U.N. has got an article, uh, Rising Hopes Amid Rising Seas, Developments in International Law, Addressing the Threat of Sea Level Rise. February 9th, they put out a piece, partnering with small islands, like Sao to advance Agenda 2030 for a resilient future. This, they say... Is an ambitious program of action that is robust and achievable. Uh, February thirteenth, again, just the other day, you know the, the briefing uh, briefing for delegates on oceans. This is an overview of the legal framework for oceans and the law of the sea. What we find here is that. While Americans have been fully enthralled, very entertained with all of the political circus, the global cabal has continued to advance their agendas on all fronts. While the plebes were eating their popcorn, the globalists were actually gathering up in New York to discuss their visions for a quote unquote ocean-based economy. And in doing so, they're laying down the legal framework for what they call a water-food-energy, water-food-energy paradigm that really they'll use to further justify global control over every aspect of our lives. Quite ironically, the, they dubbed their most recent report on all this ocean-based economy stuff, they, they dubbed it the SIDS story, S-I-D-S, the SIDS story, which is not to be mistaken for anything related to the sudden infant death syndrome that seems to be skyrocketing right now, but this globalist SIDS story rather poetically connects the dots of their various oceanic schemes back to the original depopulation agenda as outlined in Agenda 21 at the 1992 Rio Earth Summit. Poo! <laughs> you know what I get? I'm like, whoa! It's blowing my mind. I'm thinking, man, this is just a fascinating coincidence, you know? <laughs> kind of like the, uh, the Wall Street Journal. You know, Wall Street today, uh, they're backing up Donald Trump, but the Wall Street Journal, they actually put out an article today on how scientists are turning to, quote unquote, once unthinkable. They're turning to once unthinkable solutions to save the planet, including, but not limited to, wait for it, friends, dumping chemicals into the ocean. Yes, yes. The Wall Street Journal put out an article today about once unthinkable solutions that include dumping chemicals into the ocean. <laughs> friends, we need, I mean, do we even need to ask the obvious question, what could possibly go wrong here? Uh, you know, I, I, we're going to wrap it up. I see the time. But when, friends, when you hear... The Democrats squawking about how Donald Trump is trying to set the stage for World War III. It's Donald Trump setting the stage for World War III. About how Donald Trump is causing the so-called migrant migrant crisis. It's Donald Trump that's causing the migrant crisis, you know. How Trump is supposedly a threat to international security. How Trump is creating a profoundly dangerous moment by undermining election integrity. And how everyone on the planet should be scared as hell. Uh, And working to Trump-proof NATO right now. When you hear all that crap, Just let it roll off the back. okay? these are the same people who think Joe Biden is a rock star, but. Please don't overlook the fact that all of these shenanigans are being driven by a dark and nefarious force, dark and nefarious forces who are actively working to depopulate the planet, to enslave the whole of humanity in an inescapable digital prison that they affectionately refer to as future Earth. Friends, this critical election cycle is about so much more than just a battle for the soul of America. We are in a war for the future of humanity. Failure is not an option option do not take your eyes off the prize your future your freedom and your very life is on the line therefore resist we must and that is the message of my heart for today friends if you enjoyed the podcast please take the time to go to the website the find that little heart click the heart give me some love subscribe if you have not subscribed already and of course the greatest honor of all is if shit's podcast with f no <laughs> get out there and embrace this terrific Tuesday, ah, i'm sorry wild wednesday friends and i'll look forward to talking to you again soon